The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Amen. We begin on the Samechia Amud Rishon, starting on the top line. Tanya, we have a Brahita. Amudar and Amah, a person that say, made a neder that he's not going to uh, allow his friend, let's say, to have an Amudar and Amah from his friend. In Matirim lo Ela Bifanab, Hadush. You want to make a Taran such a neder over here? You have to make the nadir in front of the person that you were madir. Which means now you're learning a new law. So if some guy makes a nadir against his friend, you have to go to the rabbi. No, no, no. You go to the rabbi, but you have to be in front of the person where the nadir was made to. When you see this, the Gibran says, Menanem ideh. Amar ibn Ahmad, ikhtiv. Vayom er Hashem il Moshe b'midyan. God tells Moshe in midyan, Lech shuv misrayim ki metu kol anashim. Let's review the story. Yitro made Moshe Rabbeinu make a neder, or Moshe Rabbeinu himself made a neder to his father-in-law, that what, he's not going back to Egypt. He's going to stay by Yitro. And where did he make that vow? In Midian. So now when God comes to release Moshe, to annul it, to the Pasuk says he annuls it, and the Pasuk says, Bayom yeah, Moshe So that? the Gebaran is coming to him. Amar lo bimidyan nadarta alecha vehaten nidrecha bimidyan. You made the nidr to Yitro in Midyan. The annulment has to be also in Midyan, meaning in front of Yitro, because it's a fixed Yitro. You told Yitro you're going to stay. And now what? You want to come along now and make an annulment? They come along and say, well, yeah, you throw, I, uh, God told me, uh, I'm leaving. No, no, no. The annulment had to be Davkein Minyan. Because the rule is, when you make a nadir with, with somebody, okay, uh, uh, with, with another person, it has to be Bifan Abdikhtib. How do we know Moshe Rabbeinu even made a nadir to his father? Vayoel Moshe. Well, what does Vayoel mean? En ala ela shivua. Vayoel is with Hashem ala. Ala is a shivua. How do we know? Dikhtib. Vayavo... Oto be'ala. This is talking about over here with Nebuchadnezzar. It was the last of the kings before the Hurban. And at the time, Sitkiya Melech. Sitkiya lived in the times of Nebuchadnezzar. And Nebuchadnezzar made Sitkiya uh, Melech make a Shivua. But the Pesuch says, Vayavo oto be'ala. Vegan be'melech Nebuchadnezzar. What's that, Aleph? Dikhtib. וגם במלך נבוכדנסר מרד אשר השפיעו באלוהים. So we know that Sidkiyah had to make a Shavuat Nebuchadnezzar. We don't know on what yet. We'll see in a moment. But what do you see? That the Pasuk says, Vayavu oto be'alah. And what does Allah mean? We know he's making him swear. And eventually we're going to see Sidkiyah Melech got absolved from that swear that he made to King Nebuchadnezzar. So you see what? Let's review what we learned from this Gemara. When a person makes a shivu'anidah regarding somebody else, to annul it, it has to be in front of him. That's why God says, bin Midyan. You made the nadir in front of Midyan, you got to get the acquittal in front of uh, Midyan. Right? In front of Yitro. Uh, and how do you know Moshe Rabbeinu made the nadir to his father? Vayoel. How do you know Vayoel is Lashon Shivu'ah from Sidkiyah that says, Vayavu'uto be'alah. I mean, Allah made a shivu'ah. So Gemara says, but what? Sidkiah rebelled against him. Sidkiah rebelled against uh, 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 Nebuchadnezzar, and he did not keep his word. word. What well, was, was, was the minute? What was the uh, rebellion? So the says, My mardute, 
What was the rebellion? caught eating a raw rabbit, which obviously was a bushat to a person to eat such like in a ravenous, uh, disgusting way. But he saw it, he witnessed him. Amar which means, swear to me that you're not going to reveal this information. It's not going to go out this situation. I don't want to be embarrassed. So he made a swear. But you have to know that Zedekiah was being tortured and oppressed by the king of Uchanan So therefore he was looking for a way to annul it. Because he wanted to use some leverage against Nebuchadnezzar uh, in order to show the people what kind of uh, person he was. So he had to get, he had to get out of the nether. So what did he do? He had Sa'ad in his group from Nebuchadnezzar. So again, he wanted to you know, release himself from the nether. He went to the Sanhedrin, and the Sanhedrin gave him a heter. If you would have known that you would have had such, uh, you know, uh, tsar and all that, would you have made the net in the first place? No, no, so they gave me a petah. Ve'amar, Amar, he said it. Now he started to reveal the news. This guy, Nebuchadnezzar, guy eats the raw rabbits. Shaman, Nebuchadnezzar, they come and bazin there. He heard the news is out. They're embarrassing him. That means Sitkiah didn't keep his word. Shalah, ve'ayte, Sanhedrin, ve'sitkiah. He brought the Sanhedrin and Sitkiah in front of him. Amar Leon, hazitun, my ka'avit Sitkiah. What do you mean? Look what this uh, King Sidkiah did over here. He swore on God's name, and the God in heaven, that he's not going to reveal it. So he's telling the Sanhedrin on him. What kind of man is this over here? He doesn't keep his word. So they told him, the Sanhedrin told him, no, we absolved them. We annulled it. Mm. What do you mean? Can you do such a thing? Are you allowed to make an annulment? Hey, he made a neder in front of me. I'm no guy over here. You're allowed to annul a neder not in front of the person the neder was made to? Are you allowed to do that? Oh, so he told him, Befanav, uh, which means we did it in front of Tzidkiyah. Amar Leon ve'atun ma'yavitun, which means and but what did you do? Which means we did it befanav in front of Tzidkiyah. Yeah, but what's we doing in front of Nebuchadnezzar? Which means that he didn't answer. So how was it Nebuchadnezzar? He called him. He told him, what did you do over here? How did you make Hatera Nedarim over here? It wasn't uh, it was befanav in front of him, but it wasn't in front of me. So Yehuda says. Which means, what's the reason that you didn't uh, tell Sitkiyahu that you cannot make an annulment unless you go in front of Nebuchadnezzar? Oh, miyad. Originally, when they came to Nebuchadnezzar, he sat the Sanhedrin Bechavod on couches, on, uh, you know, Bechavod uh, way. Once he saw the Sanhedrin did not follow the halakha, he took their comforters from under them. He sat them on the ground. And they were silent. Once Pshat they were silent, they couldn't answer the Mukhanisar. He got him on the Halakha. He took the Karim from under them. So now we have to read uh, the Ran over here. So what do we see over here? We saw a story of Sidkiya Melech. Um, Sidkiya Melech Yehuda. Ta'wat. He made a Nedir. And uh, he absolved the Nedir, and the Sanhedrin did it. Chelo, Befanav. So you have to see the ramifications of exactly Tzidkiyah. If the Ned, what were the Sanhedrin thinking? Obviously, 
What, they weren't following the halakha? And uh, what was Sidkiyah thinking? He also was a Sadiq. We have to explain the logic of both sides of the story. What? And if Bukhata knows the halakha more than the Sanhedrin, that he's telling him he didn't do a Shalif for Shalom and Fanab. And we also have to learn some details in this halakha of when you make a nadir against somebody, you have to make the annulment in front of that person. So let's start reading the Ram. Tanya, top line. Amudar, Hanam, Havero, Ematin, Wa'ed, Bafanab, Ikaman, Damar. Which is someone says the only deen that you have to do it in front of the person that you made the nether to is when the nether is beneficial to the person you made the nether to. Like in the case of Moshe, Yitro has a benefit in such a nether because Moshe Nadar, that he's going to stay living by Yitro. So such a nether you have to do in front of the person you made the nether to. Or the case of Nebuchadnezzar, where he has a benefit. But if the, he made an okay, stab, it doesn't affect his friend. He doesn't have to be in front of him. What's the logic? We never say the reason yet. What's the reason why, when it comes to explaining, uh, when it comes to being matir and neder, why dafka it has to be befanab? What's the reason? Rishami gives two reasons. The ikamanda amarhatam the taamad milta mipne busha. Because we want to embarrass the guy a little, make it a little difficult. Because what, when he's in front of the guy that he made the nether, he might not do it. Kilomar, she'd bayish mahavero, shanidrayel anato. Ve'achshav rotseh, she'yatirulo. I mean, it's, a, it's an incentive for the person not to break the nether. You say, not in front of the guy, it's easy to say, okay, absolve me, annul me. But you do it in front of the guy, say, hey, listen, he made a nether to me, to my benefit, are you going to annul it? So it takes a little more busha on the guy's part to do, to do it. So everybody want to make it a little more, you know, difficult. If that's the reason, that only is, is, is going to apply in a situation where the nether is beneficial to the person he made the nether to. Correct. However, But I'm not going to be embarrassed if the nether doesn't affect that person. Which means if it's not a personal nether, he gets a hana'a from. So therefore, there's no uh, busha factor. So therefore, it doesn't apply. So therefore, according to that reason... It's only in Yan of Bifanav. However, Miyum, Ikadiyif Ta'amatam, Bipaneha Hashad, Kilomar, Shehavero, Shumudar, Mimenu, Lo Yada, Behetero, Ushehu, Nehene, Mimenu, Yahshedenu, Shuover, Al Nidro. Somebody to Ayan Shuover. If you're not going to do it in front of the person that you made the Nedir against, he's going to see you having Hana from that himself. And he's out of sin's government, he made an idr against me, and he's having hana'a. So this guy's not keeping his uh, word. So therefore, it's a nyan of hashad. So we have to do it in front of the person, so the guy will know that the nidr is absolved. Now, according to that reason, it should not make a difference what type of nidr is it. Whether it's a nidr that the person gets direct hana'a, or it's a regular nidr standard, the guy doesn't benefit from it. If the nyan is hashad, so therefore, it's got to be regardless. Well, hai ta'ma afilu nada nidr shu shalom lehanot habero, er matrim no ela. There's another between the two reasons. Which means, as long as you tell the guy, it's not a problem. You can tell the guy, listen, by the way, I made a tara. Oh, there was no problem. So we, oh, I'm going to go make a tara. So therefore, you got rid of the hashad reason. Shalom fanab. The two they kahashdal. Man, the man of the abusha. Afilu hodiyu. The afka fanab. The kosh shalom fanab. The kabusha. Even if you're going to tell the guy, I'm going to go make kahatara nedarim. 
doesn't matter, he's still got to do it in front of him. Because she wanted, the whole purpose is to have the Yibushah factor. So therefore, you see another Nafkamina between the two reasons. If you told the guy that you're going to make a Tarah, does it make a Nafkamina? The Ram continues. Which means, let's say it was done Bifanav. Uh, he went to follow the law, he went Bifanav. However, the guy that the Nid was made to, He's against it. He's not, I, don't, I don't want the to be uh, to be annulled. So you're doing it against the will of the uh, uh, the mudar, the one that the neder was made against. Pshita de matirin beneder sheino laanatosh lachavero, which is for sure if it's if the person that was mudar that the neder was made to is not it's not personally hanaa. I don't care if he's uh, objecting. He can make a tara. Ava beneder shud hanaato. But let's say he gets a hanaa. Vaday en matirino ela. When the neder is the hanato, it's got to be befanab, and it's got to be done willingly. When the guy's got to say, listen, okay, I allow you to annul it. But if he doesn't want it to be annulled, it cannot be done. But let's say you didn't go in front of him. He went shalom like the case we have in the Gemara with Sidkiah and Nebuchadnezzar, where he did not in front. Now, does it work or not? You didn't go in front of him. Okay, does, 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 is the need absolved? Yes or no? Sericha So the Rad says, really, this subject needs uh, needs ayun, and he brings the ayot back and forth. But I want to bring you the ayah from our Gemara. So he wants to come along and say, look at the uh, first wide line, or the line right before that. We see an ayah from our Gemara. The rabbi should have done it in front of the Nisar, correct? They didn't. They did it in front of just Sidkiyah alone. But what? Did Sidkiyah tell everybody about the fact that he ate a raw rabbit? Yes. yes. That means what? But the Avad, the Nidr was absolved. So you see, but the Avad, if you make the Hafara, Shelo Bifanav, it works. And then actually set out. You tell me, it's not good. How is Sidkiyah allowed to reveal the information? Mashba the Avad, Shari. But you see, I have a question. Akati Kashya. Tenehid di Avad Shari. Lechetahadam yu asur. Abba lechetahadam yu asur. Lechi sharu de sanedin de sidkiyah. So how did the rabbis go against the Alagal? Kapala, they went, they were matir sidkiyah from his ladish. Shlobi fahadim, 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 and therefore, mitpatil alidei ken memlechet shamayim, which is now he has sa'ad, he's got to reveal it. And because he has this sa'ad, he wasn't able, able to, to serve to God in the right way, because he wasn't, uh, he wasn't uh, uh, happy. And therefore, since it took away from the memlechet shamayim shetkiyah, the rabbis justified it that what is considered tzorik mitzvah. Vegam mitzvah tamelech. You have to point out shetkiyah was a king. So the king was telling the Sanhedrin, you got to nullify it. So the said the said means battles to the king also got some battles to the king. Shemitzvah alehem natiro mitzvah right? He alehem the kayim vechent mitzotos for mikol makom mashma the diavad mutar. But with diavad it's mutar anyway. The ilo may ahani lelitzitkiyah may desharude uchtubukar nameahu degitin. But you still you see it in the fact. So the katera the hell that they were able to to to, to, to do such a uh, situation because either it was the king or in such a thing like that. But still they want to bring a raya from the fact that sitkiyah uh, uh, was revealed it that the diavad it could be okay. The harim omrim no 
שאין אלו ראיות, דבר מפלום דיעמד אינו מותר. שלא כתוב סבח בסדקיהו מענישו בדבר כדכתיב וגם אם אין לך מוכן לסער מרד. אדרבה. You want to bring a ראייה, bring a ראייה opposite. The פסוק speaks against סדקיהו for revealing the information. Because what did the פסוק say? He rebelled against the king. What about he rebelled against the king? Because he gave over the information. So you see the פסוק itself has claims against סדקיהו that he was wrong. Since he didn't absolve the nidr in front of Nebuchadnezzar, he did it to Shlomo Farah, he's considered Omorid, Asher Isbi'o, Be'elohim, V'chikatavar Abad, V'etzeu Le'ma'altan, Bo'o V'sanir, look what happened. The V'sanir, he got punished. He said, Kea ended up getting killed. So you see, what? That is a machloket now. B'di'avad, if you broke the nidr, Shlomo Farah, is it okay or not? Someone bring a raya, Sidkiyah. Someone say, no, you have no raya for Sidkiyah. Adama, he was wrong. But he revealed it. Well, look what happened to him. The Torah calls him uh, that he got uh, punished uh, because of it. He was a Morid. So therefore that's a machlok amongst the Rishonim. But the Abad, if the Nedir was absolved, is it considered a uh, Abad annulled or not when it was Shalom Befanav? Comes the next Mishnah. Next Mishnah says, So let's just review quickly. So we have two points. Number one, the din is Bifanav, can be Bifanav. It's Machloket, does it have to be Bifanav, Dafka, and Nidarim, that the person has a Hana'a, or not? And we said that depends on the two reasons that the Yerushalmi brings why it has to be Bifanav or not. And then we have another Machloket, if it was done, Shlom Bifanav, the Avar is it going to be? Okay, so there's no question, if the Nidar was not from the person's personal Hana'a, for sure the Avar is going to be okay. The question is when it's Nogaya to the person himself, and you did it, children, is it okay? So we say we have some halakha amongst the Shunim. Comes the next question to be Miromer. Yes, the Varim Shehem Kenolad, the Enan Kenolad, the En Hachamim Odim Nolad. There's certain things that are like Nolad, which means the situation is like a Nolad case, but it really doesn't have the deen of a Nolad. What's the case? Which means you can really use it as a annulment. What's the situation? Ketzad, Amar Kunam, She'eni Nose'et Plonit, She'aviha Ra'a. Guy, come along and say, listen, I'm not marrying uh, so-and-so, such a lady, because her father is bad. Amrullah, then they tell him, listen, met, the guy died. Oh, she'asat teshuvah. Oh, the guy made teshuvah. So according to Bimi'id, that's like considered a nulad case. Now, why is that like considered a nulad case? Then we say met is like zloshkiyah, or the guy making teshuvah, the guy was bad at the time. But he says, it, it's, it looks like nulad, but you know what? It's really not nulad. Why? What's the logic? Look at the run. It's looking for the stipulation. I'm not marrying this lady so long as he's bad. Okay, so that, that's not that's not considered uh, uh, no lot. That was your stipulation at the beginning. Uh, now he's good. Now he's good. So then, uh, no problem. Uh, now, so long as he's uh, alive, uh, he dies. That was your stipulation. Mm-hmm. Understand? So ever since it's like he made a stipulation, so therefore it's not considered no lad. Come to Hakamim. Well, comes to Gemara gives another case. Kunam shani nechnas. You know what? I'm not entering this house. Shakelevra betocho. Why? Right? Because there's a bad dog, a dangerous dog in the house. There's a dangerous snake in the house. I'm the Lord, so I come and tell the guy, the dog died. Or the snake got killed. It looks like a Nolad case, because it's uncommon situations, but you know what? It's really not Nolad. Why? Because it's like he made a stipulation. I'm not going into the house so long as the dog is inside. The dog dies, okay, there's mutar. I'm not going in the house so long as the snake is, uh, is there. The snake got killed, there's mutar. 
Tachamim do not agree. They say it's not like making a stipulation. That's like a regular case of nolad, unanticipated uh, situation. Now you can't come along to the guy and say, well, if you would have known that the snake would have died, hey, listen, that's a far-fetched uh, thing didn't enter your mind. And even if it didn't enter your mind, you probably say, even if it dies, I'm making the nerd because it's not going to happen. And therefore, Tachamim argue and they say that this case as well is a situation of no nod, whereas the Bimir says no, this is a case of tole, meaning you stipulated, therefore it's not a situation. Comes the Gibran says, Kunab She'ani, but that was the case of the dog, let's say, I'm not going into the house because the dog's going to, unless the dog dies, so it says, met, okay, so it says he died, so the Gibran comes along and says, what do you mean no nadu? I mean, the Gemara is trying to understand the Bimir's logic. I explained it to you already. Now the Gemara is going to speak it out. What do you mean? The, when, when the dog dies, so he goes to the rabbi, right? He comes to the rabbi and tells him, okay, listen, rabbi, I want to absolve myself from this neder. Well, what do you mean? Who was the neder he made? I'm not going into the house. There's a bad dog in the, the house over here. Oh, so had you known that the dog would have died, would you have made the neder? No. Never. What do you mean? But that's not that. How, how could you come along in the Matir Rabbi Meir? You know, if, if, if you agree with Nolad, no. but you're calling it, that's not Nolad. What do you mean? That is Nolad. So the Gemara says, no. Like we said already. We consider it as if he stipulated. As if the guy said, I'm not going in the house so long as the dog is alive. alive. Uh, once the dog's dead, I never made a uh, nether, which means you don't even need uh, an absorbent. Right. Which means that the, the dog died, I, the condition, I, I, the condition already was, uh, was, that was met. Look at the run. And the Gemara, one, two, three, four lines at the bottom. Na'asa ketole nidro bedav. Look at the parishi, like I explained. Umeshumache shari. Afil benoshirat hachem. You don't even got to go to the rabbi. It's a stipulation, the dog dead, they ignore it in the house. Ve'achi ita birushalmi, tamin ata mepeneshu ketole nidro bedav. Be'mur konam shari nene leish peloni. Kol zeman shulovesh shahorim. Right? I'm not going to have an hour from such a guy as long as he's wearing black. Okay, he puts on white clothes. You don't even need to go to the rabbi. Because since she made a stipulation, so the stipulation was met, we have no problem. That's one way of learning how Mishnah. Rabbi Yohanan says a different interpretation totally. He says, you know what the Pshad in the Mishnah is? Kivar met uchvar asat teshuvah ka'amrele. Which means the case of the Mishnah is talking about the dog died before he even made his nether. So the guy comes and makes sense, I'm not going into this house over here, you know, because there's a bad, uh, there's a dangerous uh, dog in there. No, no, no. Little did the guy know, there was no dog, the dog was dead. And then for the last speaks out, Kilobar, Shemet, Kodim Nidro, Ve'avile Neder, Ta'ut. Ta'ut Neder is a Ta'ut. That's why, it looks like a Nodad case, but it's not, it's not even a Neder Bichlal, because the guy made a Neder on a false premise. The only problem is with this Pshad of Rabbi Yohanan, and the Ran asks it, and he leaves him the question, Sarih Hayyun, Rabbi Yohanan, Hechi Ketan Yesh Terim Shim Kenolad, the Kemal and the Kemal Met, Lodam in Nolad Klal. This is not even Nolad, because it happened before. And not only that, we don't even understand, what does it mean, Hachamim are Osir in this case? How could Achimim say such a case? So what's that? Because it's, the, the, not the, the, it's not an edit. The, the, the dog was dead uh, from before. So according to this uh, answer, these are uh, questions on the uh, on the subject. Matib Rabbi Abbas, Rabbi Abbas question. Let's see Rabbi Abbas question. Konam she'eni nose leflonit cheura. That guy comes and says, "I'm not going to marry so and so cheura because she is ugly." Varehi na. All of a sudden, you see she's pretty. Shehura, you say, I'm not going to go with this girl, she's uh, black. 
really she's white. Ketsara, I'm not going to go with this girl, she's short. Varehi, Arukai, she's really tall. Mutar, ba. You can go with her. Mutar. What's up, Shad? Lo mepne shekhi'ura v'na'asit na'a. Shekhi'ura v'na'asit na'bana. Ketsara v'na'asit aruka. Not because the situation uh, changed and it's expected. Ela shaneder ta'ut. Because the neder, we say, obviously was made uh, under a false uh, 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 premise, right? So let's uh, see. So what's the pshat over here? The Gabbara says, Mutari could marry her, okay? But we don't assume that she was ugly at the time of the neder and then she got uh, pretty. And that doesn't happen. She wasn't short at the time of the neder and she got tall. Ella, you say what? The guy didn't know the information. The guy didn't know. He thought that she was uh, ugly. So he said, I'm not marrying this girl because she's ugly. And then he didn't have the right information. It was ta'ut. And therefore, nidre uh, ta'ut is mutar. So the Gemara analyzes, Bishtama l'ravuna. Which means, according to Ravuna, I understand. Na'asa ketole nidro bedavar. Tana tole nidro bedavar. Vetana nidr ta'ut. That's what I'm speaking outside. You have two situations. You have a situation of Tolei B'dabar. That's the case of our Mishnah. Where the guy said, I'm not walking in this house over here. There's a dog uh, that's uh, dangerous, right? Mm-hmm. So how do we interpret the Mishnah? We said it means, as long as the dog is in the house, I'm not going in. Master, if the dog was dead, the guy never intended to make a neder. Yeah, yeah. How do we explain that according to Ravuna? It's called Tolei Nidro B'dabar. He stipulated. So we have a Mishnah that teaches us the Deen of stipulation. What's the point of this Mishnah with the guy saying, I'm not marrying her, she's ugly, I'm not marrying her, uh, if she's short and all that, then you find out that it's the opposite. This is not a case of Toleh. This is a case of Stan Neder Ta'ut. This is not the shot that the information changed, that she didn't become uh, ugly to become pretty. This is a standard case of what? Whereas Neder from the inception was a mistake. Very good. According to Ravuna, I understand why I need our Mishnah, because our Mishnah teaches us the deen of Toleh. And I, I, no, I understand why we need this Mishnah of the ugly and the short and all that, but to teach me a case of Nidr, two separate <laughs> cases. However, Amishnah is a classical case of Nidr Ta'ut. The dog was dead before he even made the Nidr. So guys, said, I'm not walking in this house because there's a dangerous dog. Hey, your Nidr is under a false premise. Nidr Ta'ut, the dog was dead before the Nidr. Good. So the case of Amishnah is what? Nidr Ta'ut. The case of this lady over here is what? Nidr Ta'ut. The guy thought that she was ugly. He said, I'm not married that she's ugly. He found that she was pretty. Nothing changed. You didn't know the information. What do you need, according to Rabbi Hanan, two Mishnayot, that are teaching you basically the same uh, item of the Nidr Ta'ut. And the Gemara comes out, Kasha, which means really it is indeed a Kasha, which that leaves in a question. Let's just read the top run. Tana Tole Nidro Bedavar. Right? Our Mishnah is a case of Tole Bedro, Kota Vuna. Vainu Resha, the Shavi Right? In that case, of the case of Shavi Right? We say, I'm not going to marry this girl so long as her father's bed. He dies, it makes the Shuvah. No problem. Vetana Nidr Betau Danu Sefa. That's the sefer. That's this case over here. Neder keura. Why you made a neder against the keura? Vareina. Vadlo amlinam besefa. Gabek keura benasit naa. Haynu taama mishum de adam ra asui la asot teshuva the asui lamut. Which is why you say like this that a bad guy, right? He's destined maybe to make uh, teshuva. Or 
before people die, Hilkach umdim dato. Maybe we can say that there was an umdin over here. Dechi amar shaviara kozeman shaviara kamar. Mashe'enken beisha keura she'en asuda liyot na'a. Hilkach lo ayab dato she'teh muteret lo lechteh na'a. Harash bazal. Iname iamar aches she'ani nose isha peloni shi keura. כדקטני, שאבי הרע, הכה נמא דמשמע כזמן שהיא כעורה. אבל הכה כיוון דפלונית כעורה כאמר, לא משמע כתולה לדור בדבר. Which means he's just trying to say, why do you say this case is also כתולה? When the case of the כעורה case. Which means, if she is ugly, nah, but if she's pretty, yeah. So therefore, we'll make this case of also a tole. Why according to the tole, Rabbi, you say this is a case of Nidre, Ta'ud? Because the guy's language was a smasma, shihi ke'ura. You really thought she you was ugly? You thought she was ugly, but you're not saying if she, you're saying, I'm not marrying her because she is ugly. So smasma, your whole premise was wrong. So that's why we said this is a case of Nidre, Ta'ud. Masha'enken, in the case of the Mishnah, we're saying, she'aviyara, you want to learn it. That if the father is la, therefore if he's not la, so therefore uh, you didn't make it. Therefore, that's why we want to learn the Kuntas Shita. One, the first case is toleh, and the second case is taut, as opposed to saying that the second case is also toleh. Because you can argue the second case is also a case of toleh, make a question on Mavuna. Yeah, if, case, she's if she's ugly, <laughs> then I want to say no. Because, if you understand, then you're right. But it says, Haka Kevan Deplit Kiurakama. No, Yisrael, you said an affirmative statement. She is ugly. But she is ugly. That's already, you just don't know the information. This one's considered a Nidreta. Oh, that's the way he wants to learn from the Mephashim. And the Mishnah continues. The Od Amar Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Meir said another halakha. Potin lo min akatuv shebatorah. Which means if a person made a Nidr, we're able to. Absolve his neder, matir his neder from a pasuk from the Torah, which means, let's say a person, let's say, said, I'm not going to have hanaa from my friend, for example, because he said, I asked my friend uh, to borrow, uh, lend me something, and he didn't want to lend it to me, and therefore I'm not going to let him have hanaa from me. So uh, he's taking revenge. The omimlo. So he, the rabbi tells him, ilu aita yodaya. If you would have known. If you would have known that by making this neder, that you're not going to give your friend Hana'ah because he didn't lend you a certain item, that you're going against the Torah's commandments of Lotikom, don't take revenge, Lotitor, don't hold a grudge, right? do not hate your friend in your heart, all these uh, different Isurim, if you would have known you would have been over, which means if you would have known, let's say, your brother or your family member that you made this neder against, let's say he would have became an ani. And now you said you're not going to give him any hana'ah. Shehu anim. God forbid, maybe the person's going to become an ani. Ve'en atayyechon lefaneso. And now you're not able to be mefanesim. You're not going to be able to fulfill the mezvah. Ve'chei That you have to give life to your brother with you. Amar, ilu ha'ita. Amar, he said, ilu ha'iti yodayah shehu ken. If I would have known that this is true, lo ha'iti noder. I would not have made the neder at all. Mishnah says, mutar. Because of this, it's mutar. So now the Ran over here speaks out. 
דאפגב דאסקינן בפרק ארבעה נדרים. אם לא ינורת אבב, דלא פתחינן ביש בוטה כמדקרות חרב. which means we learned above that you cannot intimidate a person which means if a person made a nedir you don't uh, absorb the nedir by telling him if you would have known the pisukim that talked about the negativity of uh, making the darim like that pasuk that we just quoted or he says that like the shmuel that makkola no der afapishim ekayimon eklar asha if you would have known that um, anybody that makes a neder, even if he keeps it, is called a rasha, uchtrabinatan, damar kolam noder, kilu banabama, or I want to intimidate him by telling him, listen, would you have made the neder? If you would have known that anybody that makes a neder, it's like he builds a bama. So how come over there we say that that's not considered a legitimate peta? But over here, if you tell him, listen, if you would have known that you would have transgressed a certain mitzvah, that that's considered a peta. So he says, Shani. Those are very, very great intimidations and scaring factors. Which is, even if the guy doesn't care about those factors, he's embarrassed to tell the rabbi that he would have made the nether regardless. So therefore, the nether is not going to be nitar Therefore, in a case where it's a great intimidation factor, we don't use that as a peta, because we we, 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 he's going to lie. He's going to say, yeah, I wouldn't have made the nether, even though he doesn't mean it. However, but these Isurim, these Isurim, these Mitzvot, or Lavim, that the Mishnah lists, the people don't take them so seriously. So the guy's not going to lie, which means if he, if he really, uh, he'll be honest. He'll tell the rabbi, listen, I would have made the Nadir anyway. I don't care about that Mitzvah. So then you could trust him when he says, no, if I would have known that I would, this Mitzvah would have been transgressed, I wouldn't have broke the Nadir. So therefore, these Mitzvot, you can't trust uh, his uh, uh, statement when he says, I wouldn't have made the nid if I would have known that I would have uh, transgressed. Now, one of the cases in the Mishnah needs to be analyzed, again, what I was going to say. One of the cases in the Mishnah was, a guy made a nid against, let's say, one of his family members. So the rabbi comes along and says, listen, if you would have known that you're going to transgress the Isur of the Hayah which is a mitzvah that if you're relative becomes an Ani, you have to help him out, you have to support him, you have to give him tzedakah. So now, by you making a neder against your relative, you cannot fulfill this mitzvah Would you have made such a neder? So the Gibraltar questions. Nema, let the person that made the neder say, Kol lav nafil, all the obligation of the Aniim, of the poor people, doesn't fall on me. My obligation to befanes my relative as well as everybody else, which means I'm giving them panasa with everybody else, which means there's no specific obligation um, to, to, to befanes my relative, which means he's a poor person, so therefore I give money to the charity, I give money to the general charity like everybody else, and then the charity... The Gabbai Sadaqah, the, they divvy up the charity to the, uh, to the people. And therefore, this is not considered a. How could you be Matir and Ned like this? If you would have known, you would have transgressed. I'm not transgressing. I'm giving uh, uh, the money to the Tzedakot, to the Gabbai Tzedakah, with everybody else's money. And they divvy it up and they give it to, the, to, the, to, 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 to all the members of the community, including this family member. And therefore, the Gemara is trying to understand that. Why are you saying that that this is considered a uh, mitzvah? Which all I'm going to do is give the money to the Gabbai and Tzedakah, and therefore it's okay. Which even if I made a, that's the point, even if I made a neder against this family member, 
by giving money to the charities, to the general charities, I'm not giving them a hana'a directly. I'm giving it to the government, that money. And they give it to all the anima of the community. So therefore, how can you use a pet if you would have known that you're going to transgress? It's not so. You're going to give it to the, to the, to the charity collectors, and they're going to give it out to them. I'm not transgressing any isud. Uh, so he came along and answered back. Which means, we know a rule. When a family member comes on hard times, he doesn't go to the Gabayat Tzedakah first. Where does he come to first? He comes to the family members. Which means, when a person falls on hard times, the first people he goes to is his family. Then there's an obligation of that your brother has to live with you. And that's what the rabbis come and tell you. You made an edit against your family member. If this family member would become poor, do you know you would not transgress because you're not going to be able to support him? And don't tell me you're going to give money to the Gabbai Tzedakah, therefore it's not, uh, you're, you're not being over any Yisurim. No, you're going to be over because he's going to come to you first and you have to support him when he comes to you. So that's the interpretation of the Mishnah. Comes the next Mishnah and says... Actually, let's read the Ran on this. The obligation of the Anim doesn't fall on me. Which is, how can you tell him that what? Maybe he's going to become an Ani. You tell him that he's going to transgress in his Torah. Let him say back to the rabbis. All the obligation of the Anim doesn't fall on me. I'm not going to tell him that they could have with the obligation of everybody else in the community. And it's okay, because I'm not giving it to them directly. Even though he's said himself to give any, any, uh, any money, he's going to give it to the Gabbaim. The Gabbaim don't have to give it to his relative. They give it to anybody they want. If they decide to give it to the relative, it's not coming from him. That would be the case. Like we said. What's the person do first? He asks his relatives. At that point, when they're going to come and ask you, he's going to the And therefore, the law is that indeed he can be matid the neder with that uh, with that angle. Comes the next Mishnah. Which means a person, let's say, makes a neder, he's not going to give his wife any hana'ah. Now the law is, once a person says does such a thing, he has to give his wife a divorce. Because how is she going to live without any hana'ah? So therefore, yeah, the rabbi can come along and say, listen, if you would have known that you're going to make such a neder, that you cannot have hana'ah, that you're going to divorce her, and yet you have to pay the ketubah. Would you have made such a neder? And the guy would say, no, I don't have to pay the ketubah. So that could be the angle that he could use out. Ran. If you would have known that when you made the neder that you're going to say from Hana, that you would have to pay the ketubah, would you have made the neder? If you would have said, no, I wouldn't have made the neder. So they matir it. Now the Mishnah tells a story. Story. Case of a guy, he went and he was Madira's wife, no dinarim. So his ketubah was expensive ketubah, 400 dinarim. 
So he came in front of Rabbi Akiva, and that's it. He was Madira's wife, therefore he has to give his wife a divorce. So he came in front of Rabbi Akiva, okay, you got to pay the ketubah, 400 dinarim. Amalu Rabbi, my father left us in the will, 800 dinarim. Natal Ahi Dalid Meot. My brother, he took 400. Vani Dalid Meot. And all I have is 400. Lord, I asked you Matayim, Vani Matayim. Let us take 200 and I'll keep 200. And he was trying to get a discount on his ketubah. Even if you have to sell the hair on your head, you're going to pay the full ketubah. So the fellow said, If I would have known that it's that strict that I have to pay the full ketubah, I never would have made the ned in the first place, which would obligate me to divorce her and give the ketubah. I would never made the neder. Lo ha'iti no der. V'etira Rabbi Akiva. And as a result, Rabbi Akiva was matir the fellow. So now the Gemara analyzes. We learned the second ketubot, just as a reminder, that it was a mahloket amongst the hachamim and uh, the bimeir. When it comes to the payment of the ketubah, does the lady get from metaltelim, which is everybody agrees she gets her payment for the ketubah from karka. The question is, can she even get from metaltelim? So the shita of hachamim is, a ketubah is not paid from metaltelim. Why? Because metaltelim are movables, it's not stable, this is like money and assets, and the lady is only somech da'at, she puts her mind for the ketubah on the real estate, which is a stable asset. Because anyway, the ketubah is a type of payment where you're not even sure it's going to get paid because it's only on the death of the husband or in case of a divorce. So therefore, she really only puts her mind on the karka. And therefore, the law of the hachamim is that the metaltalin, the assets of the husband, is not mishurbat to the ketubah. So the Gebarah says, metaltele mi mishtabdeh le ketubah. But from our mishnah, it's much it is. Why? Because it says that he had uh, a ketubah 400 dinarim, and the Biakira was making him pay 400 dinarim. Now, what do you mean 400 dinarim is money? You, you don't have to pay ketubah from money, you pay it from, uh, from real estate. So you see, Mah Mishnah, that sounds like the ketubah can even be paid from, betatelin, like the shitav to be meir. So it was Amar kar het meot dinar. Now, when it said that the, um, that he, he inherited uh, 800 uh, dinar, and his brother took 400, and he got 400, he meant that his father left him a field worth 800 dinar. And his brother took it, and he had it. But they're only discussing over here the uh, payment from Karka. So comes to says, what do you mean? What do you mean? Rabbi Akiva told me, even if you have to pay from your own hair, now, you'll have to pay the ketubah. Now what? Hair is metaltalin. So you see what? The ketubah is paid even from metaltalin. So the Gebarah says, no, hachikama. This is what he means to say. Afilu atam mocher se'ar roshecha ve'ochel. Which means, even if you have to pay the ketubah with all the real estate you have, and the only thing left you have is your hair, and you're going to have to sell your hair to eat food, so so be it, we're going to take it from you. Which means, that when, when Nabi Akiva said that he has to cut his hair to sell it, wasn't for the Ketubah. The Ketubah is only going to be paid from Karka. But he was saying, that if all you have left is your hair on your head, and then you're going to, have, you're going to need to sell it to eat, we're still going to take all the Karka away from you to pay the Ketubah. So the Ketubah says, well, we learned another law from Hov. Now what is this law of En Misaddirin Baal Hov? So we have a, a, a rule over here. It's actually another mahluket. 
Or let's say a person owes uh, a certain amount of money for a Eirchin, uh, uh, let's say. Let's say a case of Eirchin. If a person, let's say, makes a donation to the Beit HaMikdash, he says, my Eirch is to the Beit HaMikdash, which means my value is going to be a donation to the Beit HaMikdash. Right? So it's a certain amount he has to give. And let's say he doesn't have that money. And if you're going to take whatever he has, you're going to leave him without anything left. So the Halakha says that you have to leave him with a minimum amount of assets. Daran brings down uh, how much that is. Daran says that um, hey, Daran says over here it's, you have to leave him enough food for 12 months right? And different uh, you have to leave him with a bed, with a mat with certain uh, vessels that he needs for his business which means uh, even if he owes the money they don't, take, uh, they don't leave him uh, totally destitute so we see over here that by uh, Kitubah it's not like that. From here you see what the Ketubah, the Biyakimah was saying, which means if that's all you have left is the hair on your head, that that's all you have left to eat. We're taking everything. So you see, in Misadirin, the Baal, Hov, which means when it comes to a Baal Hov, like this case over here, where he owes the money, you take every last penny, you don't leave him with anything. So the Ketubah says, no, Amar of Nahman Rabbi Yitzhak, Lomar She'en Mikar'in Shtar Ketubah. No, really I'll tell you, you leave him with, uh, with, with minimum assets. You don't, you don't bankrupt the person to pay the hob. You leave him with a certain asset. So what it say in this Mishnah, that even if he has the only thing that has left is his hair, which means like this, let's say the guy wants to be a nice guy. He says, you know what? Yeah, I'm willing to pay as much as I have, even if that's all I have is the, uh, is, 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 uh, is the hair. Right, even if he, let's say, he's, he's, he's been willing to pay, so what's going to be the law? So let's read Dedan. Dedan says, Lomar she'en mitkara'in shtar ketubah. We're not going to rip up the ketubah. Kilomar. Inekanamid misadrin. We let him keep a, a certain amount of money, even if he owes. We let him keep a certain minimum. Miyuhaki kamadle. Afilu atta osilifni mishulat tadin. Even if you want to be a tzaddik, you want to give us everything you have. Ve'en kharotse b'sidud. You don't even want to keep any money. Lot tashtrob di pater. Which means don't think that you're going to give whatever you have and then you're going to be off the hook. Because let's say in the case of Eirchin, the law of Eirchin is, let's say a guy doesn't have any money when he made this Eirchin uh, uh, donation, whenever this vow. Why he doesn't have any money? And uh, so the rabbis make a, a deal with him and they tell him, okay, you don't have it. They give him a minimum amount. Now he becomes rich. When he becomes rich, we don't make him pay the Eirchin. Which means once you settle with the money in Ani, it's finished. Which means that the settlement is made. He doesn't have to pay money when he's rich. But that's not the law of the Ketubah. Which means even if the guy wants to come along and say, take everything I have. But he says, Rabbi Akiva is telling him, listen, even if you want to leave us with everything, give us everything and you can just leave yourself with the hair on your head. Be careful. First of all, you don't have to do that because you can keep everything. You can keep a certain minimum. Because we are misadded to the Baal Hov. We let the Baal Hov keep it. But even if you want to give us more than that, but, you're not, but what's going to happen? We're not going to rip up the Ketubah. Because what's going to happen? If you fall into money, the Ketubah is still existing. You're going to have to pay it regardless. Which means, normally, like I said, by Erchin, if the guy becomes rich already, we don't make him pay. Masha'enken by Ketubah, the Ketubah remains forever. And therefore, don't think you're going to get away just paying us now whatever you have. No, when you get more money, the Ketubah is still in existence. I want to read that in the Ram. Look at the Ram. Lomar, the Hadush of here is She'en Mekarin Shtar Ketubah Kalomar. Erechen Ahmed, the Misadrim. Yeah, we, we, you let him keep as much money as uh, the, the minimum. Miu, Haki Kamale, Afilu Atta'os, the Timur Shadrim. If you want to be more than the law, the Enach Rotse Besidur. You don't want to keep the money that you're allowed to. Lot Tashub the Pater. Don't think you're going to get off the hook just because you pay us whatever you had. The Leolam and Korin Ketubata. 
which is if you find monies, which means normally in the other case we said if he paid a selah and then he became rich so the law is there's nothing um, he doesn't have to pay anymore but ketubah the deen is even if you took everything he had but if he gets more money he has to pay but really I can tell you there is a sidur but we're talking about even if you give us everything we have nothing left all you have is up the hair on your head and mikaraim shtar ketubah we do not rip up the shtar of the ketubah. Amen. Amen.